0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Hi, I'm uh, so Will, uh, and I'm the founder of Escapade. Um, and we are a developer developing around motorsport. The Driven Chat podcast in association
0: with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hello, I'm John Markar.
1: Oh,
0: and I'm Rachel Downey. You want to start with I do.
1: It's like I'm like, oh, bless me.
0: Bless me for being (laughs) who I am. (laughs) Rachel and I are coming to you right now from, um, well, one of our cars. We're actually driving through the archway at Silverstone, the home of British Motorsport, because we're on our way to meet somebody quite exciting, I think, and, well, certainly somebody that is heading up a really exciting project it's called escapade Mm -hmm. um what do you know about escapade so far rachel if anything at all
1: do you know what i only know through a little google of seeing like cgi Mm. houses as it were or homes or rooms um that's it alongside silverstone i i'm excited i think it's the nosy woman in me (laughs) <laughs> just to, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm expecting. I don't know what state of build mm. they're going to be in, if at all. I don't even know if we're going to be, I I literally don't know. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah,
0: so these are, um, escapades are units that people are able to buy. Um, residences overlooking the circuit. Uh, I guess I want to find out, you know, if they're, can I buy it and live in it? Or am I buying it as part of an investment for somebody else? Or so, yeah, it could be interesting to see what it is. But yeah, we thought uh, we'd we'd say a quick hello as we're driving through the the main entrance of Silverstone. You, I mean, you've done a lot of work here over the years, haven't you? I have,
1: and I'm just thinking, you know, imagine if you purchase one of these houses would this be your driveway because that's pretty cool it's not it's bad. like come back to my pad like no, i you're haven't right. done that for years to be honest but it's like, <laughs> a bit weird that i say it now okay. Eaton, it's I, like, yeah i kind of do yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, okay. yeah but no it's cool it's lo- i mean you always get a buzz when you come to silverstone even if there is nothing on track but yeah this if this is going to be their driveway it's pretty cool it's pretty
0: cool it's a pretty cool place yeah yeah no i like it here a lot so the man we're going to meet is called will tyndall he's the kind of the big boss mm-hmm. at escapades let's go and have a chat with him and figure out what this is all about what this escapade <laughs> thing is yeah. is it a house is it a hotel is it at a residence is a i baby. have no idea uh, before we dive in though i just wanted to say a very big heartfelt thank you um, to the many people that have sent messages and given reactions and feedback about our Goodwood Revival episode. Uh, with Tim and I, Tim, who I brought in as a guest host, uh, thank you so much for all the kind words. That episode is being downloaded by people all over the world, and um, yeah, the feedback is great. It's always, as I said at the beginning of that recording, it's always such a massive guess as how it's going to go like Mm -hmm. is this going to work as an episode Uh, because you can't go in with a plan you can't go in with a timeline of people you're going to talk to you've just got to hope for the best and thankfully we did all right. we managed to talk to a great collection of people um, and record some sounds of the event as well which we haven't done before so yeah hopefully you'll enjoy that if you haven't heard that episode that's our previous episode Uh, it's been out a, a week now from the time that you're listening to this one and we're recording this episode just a couple of days before it goes live so um yeah really close uh, close to the um the times of recording and publishing but yeah I wanted to say a very big thank you for that because loads mm-hmm. of people have been in touch to say they enjoyed the episode um it's uh, yeah it's always a mammoth one recording stuff like that so I'm really glad it's gone down well and um, you missed that one Rach oh,
1: I'm absolutely gutted I've always always wanted to go to Goodwood Revival but um yeah that weekend I had World Cross so uh, I couldn't come but I'm, I'm honestly gutted in my mind I had the outfit sorted I and just to get the atmosphere everyone talks about Goodwood you know that's, uh, yeah, so I have to just it has to be next, next year next year let's do it next yeah, year yeah
0: a proper another there'll be another episode another walk around episode I'm sure but uh, yeah for you just to experience it as well yeah, it's great yeah it's great Gutting. but anyway that was then this is now we have it looks like arrived at the site yeah. office escapade it's um goodness me it's a building site
1: <laughs> actually I was, it's a building site. I was
0: kind of hoping there'd be like a show home or something but oh, i don't yes. think there is one
1: i, I wanted that one. i my that's why i wanted to be really nosy and you know to see if i <laughs> could maybe take something i shouldn't say why things, things like this <laughs> you I'm are like a
0: terrible <laughs> thief. let's uh let's venture in i hope we might even get a wander around the building site we'll see Ooh. we'll see um, right, let's dive into this week's episode and um, enjoy. What more can we say? Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> the Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. I mean, we visit all sorts of glamorous locations with this job. We find ourselves you know, overlooking beautiful views of motorsport facilities. Mm. We've been in pit lanes. We've been at the top of skyscrapers in London. Right now, though... I think we've topped it all because we're yeah. in a site office <laughs> within a building site. Um, but don't you know, try not to peek with the excitement too soon there, dear listener, because the building site is actually in a very, very cool location. As you've just heard from there in the introduction, we're here with Will, who is um can I say the big boss? You you can. I thought <laughs> Yes. Don't be humble. Don't be humble. No. The big boss of (laughs) Escapade. And you may already know what Escapade is. I'm going to let Will do a far better job than me of telling us about it. But essentially, we're here amongst a building site where some houses and some apartments and some complexes are being built to accommodate people right beside the circuit at Silverstone. Which is pretty exciting. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) 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 So, Will... It's always really difficult to try and give an overview of something like this because it is so big and so exciting. There's so much to it. But in your words, what is Escapade? So so
2: we're building... It's a hotel, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll operate as a hotel uh, once we open next year. And it consists of what we call residences. So 60 residences. So they form the accommodation. And then alongside that, you've got the clubhouse which has got all the the kind of exciting bits in it. So you've got your simulators, you've got what we call a driver-focused gym, swimming pool, reception, concierge, like really nice high-end restaurant. Um, And yeah, we're, you know, prime, prime, right on the edge of the track. So between Cops and Beckett's, which if you know Mm. Silverstone, if you're (laughs) kind of geeky on Silverstone, that's the series of corners Mm. to be on. It's like, you know, lots of changes of directions, Drivers desperately trying not to lift off going through the corners, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah,
0: we're really fortunate to have this area. It's um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Rachel and I, we have had a, a quick walk around and a little drive around. Thanks to you, Will, yeah. taking us around the site. We've been up to uh, the top floor of one of the. Um, would that be an apartment or would that be a...
2: Yeah, so that's a, that's a residence. Perfect. So it's uh, we went into a three-bed residence yeah. with your uh, PPE on. Oh, yeah. Your... I love that. Little yeah. hard helmet. Fluoro. Yeah. Love, love a bit of fluoro. Right? <laughs> <Good>. Very untrend at <laughs> the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: and, and that in its form was just a, a skeleton, really, wasn't it? So that's yeah. just some steel beams, concrete floors that are down. So at the moment, the time that we're recording this, so the very, very end of September 2022... Um we're looking like it, it's a building site, I think it's fair mm. to say, isn't it? There's there's no tarmac on the ground, it's mud, concrete blocks. Um you did that very kind of thing with driving around going, so that's gonna be a little two bed and I'm looking at a, a bit of concrete yes. that's just been poured, going, I'll take your word for it. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> yeah. could see that. Yeah. yeah, um Yeah, a bit of imagination. Yeah. 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 But in this in the state that we're in right now, so with the the ground looking the way it is and just still constructions. We've got a glorious-looking million-pound crane hanging over us. <laughs> From this, right now, in September 2022, how long until this suddenly looks like a little neighbourhood? So so quite soon. Um, we
2: Construction sites are always a bit weird. Mm. So initially... You don't really see a lot of stuff kind of coming out the ground. So a lot of it's about the groundwork, the really boring stuff. But we're, we're just entering that period now where, as you uh, experienced earlier on, you know, we went up um, into effectively the superstructure. Mm. So all of the walls and ceilings, and you'll start to get the interiors kind of being fitted out. Um, of those first first sort of 10 to 12 residences... Um, you know, really, that, that kicks off over the next few weeks. Mm. So, you know, hopefully, in, if you, <laughs> well, we'd love to have you guys back. You know, in a couple of months' time, even, yeah, you'll uh, you'll see it in a very different way. I mean, yeah. it all, the problem is construction sites always look terrible until like two weeks before they it's open because yeah. you don't get all the nice kind of grass getting planted and the trees going in yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so this time, this time next year. Um, we'll have 37 residences and a clubhouse operating. And then there's another 23 that will come into operation by the, end of, uh, by the end of 23. So November, December time.
0: So Will, before we dive into the world of Escapade and this glorious site that we are on and the, the buildings we are surrounded by or, or soon to be surrounded by, um, I need to ask, how do you get into this world? Where did you begin... And, yeah, how does your past fit into this bizarre world of motorsport and hospitality and construction? Was it all planned or is this something that's just kind of all fallen into place? I think, um, that's a good question. Uh,
2: So, I mean, it has definitely evolved. Um, So originally, background, property, um, so developing hotels and resorts, mainly in Asia, so Southeast Asia, Um, came back to the U.K., Family, sort of uh, that was that, you know, you won't uh, travel quite so much. Uh, so looked at certain opportunities. Originally had involvement in motorsport um, from a financing side back in back in uh, sort of the early days of my career. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's probably a combination of lots of different sort of passions, professional experience um, and, you know, of, being fortunate to, to have a good piece of land that we saw a kind of wider vision for. Um, so, yeah, a bit of good fortune uh, and probably having, hopefully, some relevant professional careers <laughs> previously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being told that I wasn't allowed to go to South- Southeast Asia too much anymore. Um, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting compromise, isn't it? Southeast Asia or Northampton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we just go into the winter, it's yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. the grey, yeah. cold winds of Northamptonshire. Yeah, it's um, very, <laughs> very similar. Um, talk to me about your car world. Are you would you classify yourself as a as a petrol head as well? I mean, I'm guessing with the site being where it is on the location that we're in, this is the home of motorsport in Britain. Um, yeah, tell me about that side of life.
2: So yeah, always been a always been a keen motorsport um individual always wanted to kind of compete mm-hmm. uh, really? yeah a little bit okay. yeah when I say a little bit I've always wanted to and so just about to kind of just do the little BMW trophy ah. thing next year which uh oh. which is super exciting yeah. I don't really know what I've let myself in for well. so <laughs> I could be looking back on this in uh, in six months time' regretting it yeah um but always yeah you know big Big fan of cars and bikes. Mm. Um, so, you know, particularly like my bikes, but but mm. probably do, yeah, spend more in cars now just because, again, sort of family and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, you've got...
0: I mean, this is a, an interesting location, isn't it, to build properties because you are surrounded here, not only by the circuit, but we were saying before we hit the record button, we we're talking about other businesses that are here. Yeah. Silverstone in the past... I'd, I'd say really in the past 10 years yeah. has gone from being the motor racing circuit in Northamptonshire to this hub almost, isn't it? You drive down that main road now to get into the site and you can see brands, Formula One brands, you can see uh, Lotus that are here, Caterham are here. Um, We were talking about our friends at DTO Motorsport are here and I'm sure they can help you with a bit of uh, track tuition there. Well, actually. They they, are, they they, are. brilliant. Yeah, they're my race team for next year. Oh, there you go. Fantastic, (laughs) fantastic. Um, This is kind of, Turning into it already is, but it's turning and evolving into this real hub Mm. of motoring and motorsport. You know, there are the amount of units going up in the business parks here, and you think, how can there be enough companies to fill them? But there are. Mm. You know, we've got so many things here, and the museum that's here now, and of course the new wing structure. Um, It is kind of turning into this amazing neighbourhood, isn't it? Motorsport neighbourhood. It's a real. um, It's become a real hub for, you know, sort of technology,
2: mobility, electric vehicles. Mm. Obviously, you know, they're kind of, it's a bit of an overspill from motorsport Mm. and Silverstone, that international recognition that Silverstone has. Yeah. But wow, you know, it's really changed in the last, you know, in the last few years. So you've got, you know, Silverstone Park, which is close to 2 million square foot of commercial space. Wow. And some of those, you know, some of those companies are really interesting, you know, um, doing some pretty unique stuff. Yeah. And then you've got all the Formula One factories. Um, so, you know, Aston Martin, mm-hmm. uh, just building that £200 million factory extension to their <laughs> existing factory. Um, you've got Porsche, you know, very close to us. Yeah, But there's, you yeah, know, it's... I don't think there's probably... I can't think, you know, maybe, you know, M- Motorsport Valley in, in Italy, um, mm-hmm. in a different way, you know, around uh, yeah. Bologna and, and Modena. Um, it's quite interesting like that. But I think, yeah, we're, you know, we're really fortunate in the UK to, to have you know a lot of talent, right, in these particular sectors.
1: Yeah, definitely. And do you think if a few years ago, because obviously the rise of Formula 1 anywhere in the last few years due to Drive to Survive and the popularity mm. in certain drivers, do you think if you came up with this idea a few years ago, you it might not have worked, like, say, five years ago? <laughs> do you think the time I guess the timing of everything is the most important thing
2: yeah I think uh, you know definitely good, it's a good point you know motorsport because it, I mean, Drive to Survive obviously has been massive
1: yeah
2: um, and we've seen it kind of filter down right so people want to be actively involved in motorsport um, I think I think it's probably been a trend that's been increasing mm. for the last 10 years and then Drive to Survive has suddenly like accelerated it hugely yeah I would have liked to have thought that we would still have done it, yeah. um, regardless of of you know the last couple of years or last three years, but but it certainly helped, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's really moved on, and it's a whole new demographic of people interested in motorsport, mm. um, which is which is great. You know, it's much more. I think it's much more inclusive than it used to be.
1: Mm. Yes, no, I agree.
0: And what about? I mean, throwing a a bit of a worst case scenario here but what if let's say two or three years down the line because we've had these conversations year on year specifically on Formula One where Silverstone's always kind of hung on that kind of will they won't they is the track good enough is it safe enough the regulations for Formula One are ever changing and expanding which means that suddenly a circuit that's been absolutely fine for F1 for 10 years is no longer fine for F1 is that something that concerns you that these conversations might continue and then one day they say or the FIA say actually we're going to pull Silverstone from the calendar would that really destroy things? I mean so you know Silverstone
2: is much more than just one weekend a year right Mm, just that one weekend in July right there's something going on on track suddenly six to seven days a week uh, from May to November and then probably four or five days a week uh, Mm. during that winter period Mm. so you know, that Formula One does give it that international kind of halo um, piece. But actually, you know, Silverstone and all the businesses around it that are, you know have committed and are gonna be here for the long term, that's not going anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. They've committed, they're here. So whatever happens with Formula One, it doesn't doesn't really make any difference. I think, you know, the the team here, you know, at Silverstone Circuits have been really proactive so that they're not just resting on their laurels sure and kind of hey we've got you know one of the most iconic historical circuits liberty are always going to come back to us they're always going to want formula one here mm. that you know that has changed right liberty mm. have been very vocal about their expectations um and I think, you know, Silverstone have been very proactive on that. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of new initiatives yeah. uh, around the circuit that that are happening now. Um, so, we're you know, we're part of that, right? If anything, you know, part of the, the criteria for liberty is to have really good accommodation, right, mm-hmm. and a high level of hospitality. Um, and, you know, we think that we, you know, help provide that, sort of more compelling story for Silverstone to remain at the forefront of as one of the best Formula 1 tracks.
1: Okay. So you, you know, Escobé side with the simple aim of offering the ultimate motorsport experience. What what does that entail? Do, <laughs> you know, if we were to purchase one of the residences, yep. do we get track access? Do we get tickets to race like what what do you get?
2: So it's it's, it's meant to balance a pretty boring, like commercial yielding property yeah. opportunity. Um, you know, located on a in a super unique, effectively estate, right? Mm. You know, with a very famous, very famous circuit, um, which drives all the you know all the interest. Um, so you get all that bit. So healthy commercial asset. Um, but then on top of that, the idea is, of course the super unique bits that Silverstone offers in terms of access to the track, right? So as an owner, you get priority access to the track. So before anybody else can book track days, you're allowed to do that. You get kind of first dibs on it. Um, You get free usage of the clubhouse all year round. You get free tickets to any event all year round. Um, And then there's lots of kind of additional stuff on top of that. Mm. Um, But yeah, we think for the... You know, for the motorsport fan, it is that kind of money-can't-buy, priceless. Mm-hmm. You get all the bits um, that only somewhere like Silverstone can can offer.
1: Yeah. How did you come up with this idea? I mean, cause I, I, I mean so many people obviously have been to Silverstone over the years. How did you like look at that corner, at Beckett's Corner, and be like, do you know what? We need to build a <laughs> hotel. We need to do something here. I mean, I think,
2: you know, circuits across the world Mm. you know can be quite drab places right quite grey and and you know particularly in the UK right in the winter (laughs) it's not always the most attractive Mm. place to spend time I think you know I mean motorsport the popularity um, of motorsport is growing and actually people wanting to participate in motorsport Mm. and regardless of whether everyone likes this or not you know the reality is motorsport's expensive right Mm. so you know there's a lot of successful um, individuals who have got time to go and get involved in motorsport um, and you know the typical experience today you know pretty much so anywhere in the world is that great to be on track but then what's the where's the social side right Mm -hmm. you know actually do people want to go and camp when you're of a certain Generation, mm. let's put it. I mean, I couldn't. Um, I'm not a camper. I'm not a camper. <laughs> oh, I've tried. Um, so, you know, it's just really, I think, providing a product, which we think mm. probably should have been around many years ago. Um, but also, you know, we wanted it to be authentic, right? We wanted it not to be just a hotel plonked on the edge of the circuit. And then also not that kind of cliché thing, mm. right? Um, which you can get, I think, so wrong. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's all about you know, comfortable, you know, hopefully timeless sort of architecture, interiors, um, and then overlaying, you know, true access and immersion into Silverstone. And that's the, that's the real different thing that we have here is from a day-to-day operational side, it's operated by Silverstone circuits. So the same guys yeah. that, you know, operating the track, right? So you know if you're coming, it's not like you're staying here, And then maybe, you know, you might get access to the track. It depends. Mm -hmm. If so-and-so is talking to somebody else, you know you're getting access to the track. It's all part of it, um, part of that overall experience.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you
0: want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
2: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. So one of the things that I guess when I first heard about Escapade and started looking into this the question that i hear crop up and the the question that i've heard when visiting the site with other people and you can see the construction going up is the the kind of format about buying it because you say it's a hotel however you've got units here that are effectively for sale people can purchase them can't they? but by purchasing it doesn't necessarily mean you can live in it does it you can't i can't purchase one of these and then just move in
2: no so it's commercial property so you're when you're buying your particular property. So you you own it in a conventional way as you own property in the UK. So land registry lease, it's on 125 years. Mm -hmm. Um, We think the reality is people don't want to come and live on the edge of the track. Mm. However much of a motorsport fan you are, (laughs) you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's something where you want to come and experience, you want to come and stay three, four, five nights, and then you probably want to go back to your house, wherever that might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people aren't going to come and live here. And it doesn't make sense from that aspect, right? So people, as I said at the start, you know, you kind of, we're trying to balance this investment piece, right? So this yielding piece um, with the usage side. So we assume people are going to use it between kind of like 30 to 60 days a year. Um, and then the rest of the time, it's being rented out on, on their behalf by the management company. So, you know, they're benefiting from that because they're seeing the returns from that. Uh, so, yeah, it doesn't, you know, if you want to use it anything kind of over like 150 days a year, mm-hmm. it doesn't make
0: sense yeah. uh, from from that sort of aspect of it's it. It becomes like, something different. A bit like buying, buying a pre-made Airbnb kind of thing, isn't it? You buy it, it's yours. And you generate revenue from it and you have the luxury of if, hey, look, there's that event that I want to attend or that track day that I'm going on. I can stay at my own place and look at the view. Mm. Yeah. yeah you're, so you, because you own it, you
2: are guaranteed to be able to use your property when you want to use it. Brilliant. Um, which is, you know, pretty, pretty exciting if you're, oh, yeah. you know, if you're a big Formula One fan, right? Being mm. able to stay in your private, super private space, right, with your friends or your family or your clients, you know, right on the track. Um, And, you know,
0: we're slightly biased, but we think, you know, we think it's the best viewing at Silverstone. Yeah. Um, It's pretty good, isn't it? We went up to the, the highest point just now in one of the units, and yeah, you can see as far as, I mean, yeah, you can see down Wellington Street, you can also see the wing, you can see that corner two where they're coming out. It's, yeah, it's, as you said at the very beginning, it's a great complex in order to watch the action. You know, there's a, there's a lot of Silverstone where not a lot of action happens, but where we are on this side, mm. there really is quite a lot. A lot of battles happen here, which is uh, which is really cool.
1: Is there something like this at other racetracks? Or is this, would you say, the first? So we think, I mean,
2: there's, you know, there's obviously racetracks in the world um, that have hotels mm-hmm. on the edge of them. Yeah. Um, so... You know, good example. You know, Yas right yeah, that's um, what I was is is probably the best example. Mm. You know, it has a really big hotel effectively in the centre. Um, the difference, the difference with us is that it's it's great. You know, having a hotel like that for the major when there's major motorsport events on. But then, you know, what happens the rest of the mm. the rest of the year, right? Um, you know, what brings people into the hotel in you know, the middle of February on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Well, the only reason people are at Silverstone is to be out on the track, right, using the track mm-hmm. um, and that's why we've got to have this kind of like complete integration piece um, so we think we're unique in that. There's 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 the Ascaris of the world mm-hmm. um, which is kind of the other extreme where they're, you know, effectively private tracks with accommodation and there's thermal, um, which is a similar model, but in terms of you know, grade one circuit Mm. that has the big events, you know, some of the biggest motorsport events in the world. And then you've got kind of almost that private circuit piece overlaid, you know, when there's track availability, when there's Mm. track access. Mm.
1: And can anyone purchase one of these properties like or do you have to because something might be like oh you know is it only for those that are you know very involved within motorsport or like obviously you've got to have a a bit of a liking for the sport because the track well we're, we're amongst the track but can anyone come along and purchase uh
2: yeah to to a point yeah yeah so uh um you know we're, we're definitely careful with who our owners are, just because mm. there is a social side, right? we want everybody to get on mm. um we've had i won't <laughs> we've had a couple of uh in, no, <laughs> you know, you don't want to to sort of disclose too much but but we've certainly had a couple of um individuals who we thought probably wouldn't fit that well with the overall group right yeah um yeah. I'm not going to say anything more than that. That sounds, uh, oh,
0: that was sounds it, horrific. Was it Rachel Was it me? By is this your way of Laurie telling me? Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> you cannot have one. Uh, okay. Just not the right fit. <laughs> and that is a sentence that Rachel's been hearing for whole years. Life. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I wish really? I'd never said it. We yeah. really yeah. like it's you, so but true. you're just not, just the, not, not right the right fit. Just not quite the right fit. Yeah, you're yeah. a bit of a hooligan, Rachel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, you know, hospitality, luxury, consumers... Things have changed since COVID? I mean, COVID just feels like a million years ago, but mm. it feels like. I don't think we're allowed to talk about COVID ago. anymore, right? I know, <laughs> I feel a bit like it's a dirty word, but do you feel things have changed? People are expecting something different now?
2: I think, yeah, I do. I, I do think they have changed a little bit. People, I believe, you know, we've seen it throughout lots of different hotels that the model slightly changed. People want a slightly more private space. Um, to hang out with their kind of close group, mm-hmm. be it you know, friends, be it family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's changed. Uh, yeah. There are certain trends that have just accelerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for the better. Um, so, you know, we, we definitely need to kind of embrace those and make sure yeah. we're delivering that.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. And, you know, to look back, well, I can see behind you there's a picture um, of the interiors how did you go about choosing how you're going to like decorate these these rooms, these hotels, these these homes? How how do you even do that?
2: I think it's it's a lot of it's it's probably a lot of travel. You know, I have been yeah. I've been lucky enough to go and see you know some of the kind of the exciting new mm. hotel concepts coming coming up um, you know around the around the world um and it's trying to take you know elements of all of those and quite a little bit subjective right so there is you know undoubtedly interior design you know it's it's down to a personal taste um but yeah you know we hope we hope we've got it right you know most people seem to kind of react in the right (laughs) way although I'm not sure any if anybody didn't like it they would say it to my face but um yeah I think it's you know we're going for that timeless kind of
0: Timeless, elegant, um, you know, modern feel. Can yeah. buyers give any influence to the interior decor? Is, it, or is there kind of like a preset, this is what the kitchen looks like? I mean, fortunately, as, as you say, Rachel, I mean, I'm looking at the same image. It looks absolutely amazing. It's yeah, it looks I want fantastic. my flat. Like I can't that. imagine anyone <laughs> would look at that and go, no, I want more yeah. coral sinks. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> avocado sweet, please. Um but yeah, do the buyers get any influence? Can they tweak things for their personal taste? So not really,
2: if the truth be known. Yeah. So they can, you know, we'll, we'll go and allow them to put up their own kind of personal effects, right? Mm-hmm. So pictures and yeah. photographs and stuff like that. Um, but, but it's meant to be uniform, right? Because yeah. the whole point is, when they're not using their particular property, it's rented out as sure. part of the hotel so you don't want somebody choosing because one property has got a lovely avocado bathroom <laughs> and, then, uh, and another one is pink right um so yeah so it's all kind of uniform
0: we yeah. do all of that and the big question um money what <laughs> <laughs> What's this going to cost me if I want to have myself a little two-bed complex? I'm not too fussed about seeing the circuit because I'll rely on the clubhouse for that and take yeah. advantage of the the gym and the swimming pool and other bits and pieces. But yeah, what sort of um, what sort of figures are we talking here to to get these properties? Yeah, so
2: we've got um, so our our smallest property is is the countryside, what we call our countryside residence, which mm-hmm. is a two-bed uh, property. So it's about 100 square meters, and they are 750. Uh, Okay. Mm-hmm. So $750,000. Um, and once, once a buyer buys it, there are no ongoing costs or liabilities. Mm. So there's a share of the revenue that's generated by your individual property. And the management company takes their share. And out of their share, they have to cover all the operating costs and, and mm. ongoing liabilities. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So you just get to enjoy it. That's the idea. I mean, <laughs> you get I like to that enjoy idea. it from yeah, from everywhere. So that's entry level. What are we talking for the really posh stuff? Front end circuit, <laughs> best views, it's really posh stuff. Oh, you um, went there, didn't you? Like, yeah. that <laughs> yeah. right now. So we have uh, so the four bed track sides, two point two million, um, mm. which are our most expensive. Yeah.
1: Um, and let's also look at the clubhouse. So we saw, the, well, I'll say the swimming pool going in, but we saw the outline. We of saw a swim. hole where a swimming pool a will be. We saw a hole where the swimming pool is, yeah. and the sauna. And to so tell, yeah, tell us about the clubhouse. And also, if I were to purchase if I'm allowed. Um, Are you in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Um, I don't know who's going to pay for it. Um, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, can I invite friends to the clubhouse? Is it quite exclusive? Like, how how do you manage that? Because I'd invite as many people as I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he said no.
2: <laughs> so um, so it, it is meant for guests and owners of Escapade. As an owner or as a guest, you can, you can obviously bring friends with you um and it's meant to be you know it's meant to be a social inclusive space um but obviously we don't want to overwhelm it and provide ensure that we can provide that yeah. experience that's kind of you know we've set out uh, to provide mm-hmm. um you know within the clubhouse yeah we've got swimming pool we've got a sauna we've got simulator rooms uh treatment rooms Pretty pretty cool restaurant overlooking the track. Yeah. Um, big you know big roof terrace. Uh, should be a fun fun and space. Really
1: good. Yeah. Really good fun. <laughs> and do you expect it to be quite like a community here as well? People, I know people won't be living here every single day of the year, but do you think it'll be a little bit of a community feel? And I suppose everyone's got the love of motorsport in common.
2: Yeah, you know motorsport's great mm. sort of groundbreaker, right? You know you mm. kind of. Um, You know, it's a really good conversation starter. There tends to be quite, you know, quite similar people like Mm. motorsport. So, you know, we've had, we've, we've held a couple of events, um, you know, the GP, MotoGP, Silverstone Classic, uh, where we've got all of our existing owners together. And, you know, fortunately, they all get on really well. Mm. Um, And, you know, they've all kind of got this common ground. Uh, so yeah, we hope it will. You know, we certainly that's what we want. Yeah. You know, we want it to be really
0: social and, and enjoyable.
2: Yeah. I think
0: F one weekend will be the, the the weekend to meet your neighbours, won't it? Because that's <laughs> where it's going to be yeah, exclusively yeah. occupied. Oh, I guess actually depends, doesn't it? If you if you happen to be away on business that weekend and you can let your yes. two bed out, then you're probably going to be making some good revenue that weekend. Have you got any like predicted incomes on that? And again, I guess with the with it being a kind of uniform. Feel to it all in both the way it looks and the and the finish of them. I guess they, there's going to have to be a kind of uniform fee as well or rate for for letting them out. You know, you know people aren't going to be able to say yes if you want to rent my my pad for the F one weekend. It's going to be a million pounds. You know, people aren't going to be allowed to do we that. We would I so assume. do that, wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, I'd have a go. <laughs> you know, I'd have cash
1: a go. only. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, in practice, it's all managed through the hotel brilliant operating company. Uh, so yeah. they yeah. take care of all of that. So you know, obviously, if you want to use your particular your residence mm. for the F1, then you can do. Mm. But then if you don't, it goes back to the the hotel management company who will lease it for you and yeah. look after it for you. And then you'll you know you'll obviously benefit from from the income that that's generated during mm. Formula One. Yeah, um, yeah, brilliant. So good. It really it's gonna be is. a great party as well. We're gonna have oh, some really gosh. good fun in the clubhouse. Like, yeah, which which Silverstone never really has had that kind of that evening yeah, that's bit because everyone has to get home. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, have, yeah. I have to get back to. Wherever it might be, you know, London or Oxford, yeah. um, but it'd be yeah, it'd be really fun having, you know, having that that additional scene, that that social side. Is yeah. this
1: wet your appetite to do more, like to go find like other race tracks? I was going to ask world. you that, you know, um, when this
0: is done, yeah. what comes next? Where what do you want? To, yeah, do you want to do this elsewhere?
2: So we're we're very actively um, sort of having conversations at the moment with another. Couple of well, one specifically, one track. Okay, uh, in this country or not in this country? No,
0: no. Okay. You've so, <laughs> Yeah, I cannot say. I don't think I can say anything. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start just reading off. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we're quite particular with with where we want to be. Mm. Yeah. It's got to make sense on, you know, similar sort of similar idea to Silverstone. Mm. Um, so you know, iconic track or iconic area mm-hmm. yeah. to do with you know motorsport um but yeah that's i'm all smiling that's, here. Uh... I'm like <laughs> <laughs> thinking. and will
1: they all look again the same like interiors so wherever you are in the world in the future they'll be like oh that is
2: that's like, an escapade yeah i think it you know we want to keep the escapade kind of identity yeah but you know, we'll ad- you know the interiors will will adapt according to climate yeah. and
1: like Italy. Yeah. The next one is, do you see what I'm doing? Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tried. Okay, it's worth
0: a try. It's thanks worth a job, pump. Thanks. Getting that inside a scoop, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe we'll be told off uh, record once we hit the. Uh, yeah. Once we stop recording. I'm so not subtle either. <laughs> <Don't
1: say. laughs> oh, was fun. I tried. I did. I tried. Um, but yeah, and also, so you're. You know, wanting not wanting to go to motorsport but you know you're racing maybe next year <laughs> gives me hopefully a little bit of credibility right? yeah, yeah no, exactly um how you know has this like what your appetite to do more like that to maybe drive more get you said with bikes you love you know bikes, love my bikes have yeah. you got a collection of bikes do you want to get a
2: collection so of bikes? so i mean in terms of you know i'm like one of those guys who bit of a track day warrior love okay. getting out and doing track day yeah. but never have done anything competitive mm-hmm. um so this is like my first my first opportunity mm. to do a proper season uh racing i think yeah bikes might come after that i'm not <laughs> sure uh i'm not sure if i'll get the yeah. <laughs> the hall pass as such um <laughs> but uh yeah you know I'd, I'd love to do more and more mm. um you know it's certainly a passion it's just it's, it's always one of those ones finding the time mm. um so yeah We'll see, watch the space. I'll come back to you in a year's time. Yeah, we'll see how you do next year, yeah. next season. Could be really embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe, yeah. But we'll
1: see. But yeah, it's, I, I think someone that, with your experience, kind of your appreciation of motorsport, but also your background within hotels, it does seem like quite a natural coming together. Have you felt like that? What's been the most kind of challenging aspect of doing this project? Or are you still finding some new challenges? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, there's always, you know, there's always challenges. It's a, you know, it's, it's definitely a strange market at the moment for for the yeah. construction side. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I am, I'm, you know, I'm lucky in terms of having a, you know, it's all about the team, right? And we've mm-hmm. we've got a great team around us um, that we've, you know, managed to build over the last kind of twelve, twelve, eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I mean day to day is a challenge but <laughs> <laughs> but you know we feel you know we feel like we've made some really good progress um, mm. certainly over the last six months um, in terms of the actual physical construction so mm. you know it's just a case of pushing that forward and making yeah. sure we're you know hitting program
1: and program is your uh, next summer for so the... next
2: summer so we'll be operational next summer okay. not fully constructed uh, next summer but you know we obviously want to be able to make the most of 2023 in terms of GP, MotoGP, Classic, uh, British Touring Cars. Um, but then fully, the full, full um, opening uh, will be end of next year.
1: Yeah.
0: So my question then is when can we come back yep, and host question. another podcast but sat inside one of these <gasps> beautiful residences? In the bar? though. No. <laughs> <laughs> in the bar. Uh Yeah, yes. July. July. July, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's employees. amazing to that. It's so di- I will. That's yeah, a very good I idea because <laughs> it's so difficult, especially you know, with a podcast, with an audio format, to try and explain what we see mm. out of the window right now. And I guess the easiest way to say it, it's, a, it's a building site. It's yeah. mud on the ground. Yeah. There's concrete blocks. There's steel structures. At the moment, you can kind of make out where certain buildings are going to be, but it does not resemble mm. this beautiful complex that we know <laughs> it's going to turn into. And, yeah, I love the idea of us perhaps coming back, yeah, close to July next year and going, oh, okay, yeah. So let's do that then. We'll, we'll be here in July. Cool. Right. Bring <laughs> we'll your suitcase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you updated in the meantime, yeah.
2: No, I mean, we, yeah, we, we truly believe, you know, mm. June, July will definitely be, there'll definitely be properties that we can host this in. Wow. Um, and we'll definitely have some
0: operations for GP next year. Great. And I guess so. Before we start to wrap things up, there may well be. I know we have a very diverse listenership all over the world. There may be somebody listening, going, do "You know what? I've been really trying mm-hmm. to work out what to do with that spare two million quid yeah. that I've just got <laughs> sat it's in struggle. the bedside drawer."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's the availability like? Are people still able to take some?
2: Yeah, we've got um, we've got some availability. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there aren't a huge number left now. Uh, but but we'd certainly you know we'd love to have if, if anyone wants to find out a little bit more mm. about us and about what we're doing and uh, and what you know what the actual opportunity looks like yeah. um, you know we'd love to love to have a chat brilliant
0: and what's the easiest way that's just getting onto the website we, yeah, yeah
2: onto escapadeliving.com dot com um, and one of the team will uh, yeah always come back um, and explain explain more. Mm. I think we need to buy a lottery ticket on the way home, Rach.
1: <laughs> or I'm kind of thinking, what is it like squatters' rights or something? When it, when we do come back in July, this is
0: why you don't get <laughs> approved. <laughs> you might not be invited back. <laughs> <laughs> squatters' rights. she's gonna rock up with a suitcase. I'm here now.
1: <laughs> Can't make <in>. me. I <laughs> yeah. oh, would, <weird> though. <laughs>
0: So I'll see you in July. Will next year. Will uh, we may not have Rachel with us. Yeah, that's um, if she's not nice. been apprehended elsewhere for yeah. some other ridiculous yeah. crime. Um But this has been—it's really exciting. I yeah. mean, the anything that involves motorsport obviously excites all of us. It excites us. It excites our audience because we all—we're all here in this industry because we love it. We're all passionate mm-hmm. about cars. We're passionate about motorsport and, and bikes and EVs. And then to hear from somebody that's creating this world around it or within it in quite a new space, I think it's fair to say. As you said before, you know there are circuits with hotels, but the idea of being able to buy a residency and have a little share and and, and an investment within an environment like this is just mm. unheard of. So it's really exciting. You must. I, I hope you're quite proud. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
2: It's uh, no. It's we. You know we really appreciate. Um, you guys, kind of, mm. uh, you know, obviously being interested in it, mm. and yeah, we, you know, we're genuinely, you know, excited about showing people, you know, what Escapade will be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks for coming along. No thanks pleasure for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Watch yeah. this space. I think is what we say to the uh, to the yeah. listener because it's <laughs> going to be huge. It's going to be great. Yeah, and we'll be back. In July. July. In July. In a fully fitted. You bringing Rachel? Or... We'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll talk privately. On yeah. That <laughs> and if, uh, yeah. I can be very diplomatic and say, and something else has come yeah. up, Rach. <laughs> I need you to go and record a podcast with I don't know." Kia yeah. we'll see. just for random yeah. <laughs> poor Kia yeah actually I love yeah. Kia they're about to send us a press card I can't wait to drive it so uh, uh, yeah. you'll be very lucky to talk to Kia oh, Rachel, whilst oh, I'm I here won't. sipping champagne <laughs> with Will <gasps> well, no I'll be there in July don't
1: worry great great <laughs>
0: perfect well let's let us wrap up uh, Will thank you so much for having yeah, us thank thanks so much you. for showing us round uh, we can't wait to yeah bring more content from the site and see how things grow across events throughout the year as well. Um, And, yeah, thank you, dear listener, for joining us. This has been uh, been another one of our interesting episodes. Hope you've been able to learn a bit more. As Will says, if you want to check it out... uh, do check out Escapade. Uh, we'll make sure in in the show notes for this one we've tagged all the uh, the relevant websites and social medias and that sort of thing in case you want to go and have a look and learn a bit more and maybe even buy one. And if you do, then maybe if we were the introducer here, we could you know commission. invite us round. No, I don't want oh, commission. God. Just you know, yeah, invite today. us round for a pot noodle. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. We'll have do a look that. at the view. Yeah. <laughs> Introductory <laughs> fees. Yes, that's what I was going for. No.
1: Okay, My uh, I'm job. just in it for the social life. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah I should be as well, actually. That's Christ knows right.
0: we're not doing this to make money. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's been brilliant talking to you. Yeah, really,
0: really fascinating. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And um, okay. yeah, look forward to seeing you again soon.
2: The Driven Chat podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at DrivenChat.com.